Through rain, snow, sleet, hail, gloom of night, fog of morning, and torpor of afternoon. Through cutbacks and post office closings and diversity initiatives and reorgs and a bureaucratic succession of postmasters general. Through truck breakdowns and snow tire flats and post office shootings and bombings and the holiday rush. Through the rise of FedEx and UPS with their swashbuckling, gym-pumped young drivers swerving at high speed arrogantly around you. Through the days, weeks, months. Through time itself, George Waite has delivered the mail. Thirty-five years now. Through American invasions and wars, and famines and genocides, and tsunamis and earthquakes and volcanoes, George Waite's red, white, and blue mail truck has lurched from mailbox to mailbox with the utter predictability of a brightly painted figure on a cuckoo clock. And not only that, he's delivered the mail for all these years to this same neighborhood. Well, the same and different. The original, simple, unprepossessing capes and ranches had now transformed into McMansions, some expanding gradually over the years, growing as if through a painful adolescence, others literally scraped from the face of the earth and replaced with something grander and prouder, looming and spanking new. But he has delivered it with the same smile and wave to the neighbors watering their lawns, pushing their kids in strollers, heading out on or back from bike rides, the same exchange of pleasantries. He knows these people. And they know him. Hiya, George, how's everything? He's actually, arguably, saved two of their lives. He watched Jimmy Swale, special needs, autistic, stroll right into the pond. And George jumped out of his truck, splashed into the water after him, pulled out the already flailing kid. His uniform was soaked. The pond turned out to be shallow. So did he really save him? And through his rearview mirror, he saw 80-year-old Mrs. Ostendorf, shuffling back from her mailbox to her house, suddenly grip her chest and drop her mail. And George sprinted from the truck, carried her into her house, called the ambulance, this was before cell phones, and she survived. For both, George was thanked profusely. The neighborhood threw him an appreciation party. Just a half hour or so. He couldn't take more time than that from his route. John Tepper made a speech. Honorary member of the neighborhood. Gave him a plaque they'd had made. What a day. Here was the unspoken little secret of being a mailman. He loved it. He loved the routine and the predictability. He loved how even today, despite the internet and smartphones, people still looked forward to their mail, to the surprise and excitement of good news or bad. The other unspoken little secret was that he knew their mail. By this time, George pretty much knew who was getting what. 